Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bruce Willis finds himself alone against all these terrorists in this building. Okay. And but he knows karate. Well, no, he does not. Okay. He knows how to be a cop. He's a cop. Gotcha. Okay. Knows. The fuck do you get? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, because like he knows finishing moves from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what I was talking about you know okay. one person against a bunch of bad guys. Well, they usually know karate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You, a podcast about American people uh, living American life. No, it could be about non-American people, too. And uh, we hope you're an American listener. If you're not, you are committing a, a crime. Why? Then you should submit yourself to your local government That's not true. for prosecution. Thank you. And so today, we would like to talk about a very important topic, which is, in fact, called Die Hard. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, wait. I always get surprised. What does that have to do with the deity? I always get surprised by what the topic is going to be. Well, yeah. So do you know about, about Die Hard? Have you seen Die Hard? I know it's a Christmas movie. It is indeed a Christmas movie. And, you know, unfortunately, what you just said is kind of a meme now. Everyone says that. Kind of played out. Please stop. I'll, please I heard please it from my husband. take it back and please apologize. My husband played it out for me. So 
that's why she's doing it. Okay, so I know it stars Bruce Willis. And... Appropriately, hey, nice job with his German... It's a German name, so... (laughs) I was actually (laughs) channeling Nicki Minaj. Gonna... Something like Die Hard Like Bruce Willis. Like I said, it's a German name. It's Norwegian. It's very difficult to pronounce. Is it very hard? well Is done. It? Right. Very hard. And uh, most people of my race can't even pronounce it. So well, of well your done, race? I have to say. Of white? Yeah, the whites can't. They don't know. Oh. They call him Bruce Willis. I don't know about a that. A lot of them do. I don't yeah, think that's it, true. Well, it's true. So it's unfortunate. But, so Bruce Willis, or Bruce Willis... <laughs> He plays the role of John McClane in these films. Okay. And John McClane isn't every man. He's a hero. He's just a New York cop. Okay? In the wrong place at the wrong time. Excuse me? Did you say New York cop? He's not from New York, New Jersey. He is from New York City, New York. Oh. Which is, fine. by the way, a misnomer. That's your whites. Fun. The whites just have a hard time pronouncing New York, I guess. Well, no, they called a place called they called a place New York, and they called a place Newark. So yeah, go figure. It's hard. Do you think they did it on purpose? Yeah, I do. Of course, I do. They mean to make the whites feel stupid, <laughs> which the whites do. <laughs> stupid. Yeah, Newark, New Jersey is not fair. That's funny. It feels like it sounds like New York, New York, except that they're here. Hey, it's New York, New Jersey, and they're like, okay, I guess he's talking about Newark. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the Flight of the Concord season two, where they thought they were going to be performing in New York, but it was Newark. See? Yeah. See? I didn't even see season two. And oh, I'm see? like, dude, it's a bitch. See? It's a bitch. It's a bit. Okay, so up until this point, and we talked about this with the Steven Seagal episode that I did recently, very famous. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, basically, there wasn't a movie or there wasn't a like a new genre where it's like one man versus a bunch of people, one man versus like a group of terrorists or any of that kind of shit. No John Wicks allowed. None of that. None okay. of that. So truly like Bruce Willis and John McClane was like one of a kind new thing. Okay. So the series uh, comes out. It's a huge hit. They actually shoot it at Fox... Um, um, studios. studios yes so there's a building uh you can see it to this day and it's the fox building and like it's what they call nakatomi towers in the in the movie and that's exactly what they used and so you can tell that they just got it i think it was like within two years mm. they had just gotten this this building so the movie at its base right is about a a, a guy who's trying to connect with his wife because his wife is being more successful than him. Oh, okay. And he doesn't know how to deal with it. Oh, gotcha. That's what the movie's actually about. That's why you relate to it. And that's why it's my favorite movie. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. Hey, fuck hey, you, man. Hey, fuck you, hey, pal. Stop being jealous of me. Hey, fuck you, dude. Wait, how are you better than me? No, tell me. Explain to me. Well, if you go to our chief competitor, Big Mood. Go check out Big Mood. Okay, let's hear it. Let's actually hear it. Go All for right. It. You got time? Yeah, I got time. I'm looking at it. Go ahead. It's, it's too mean. I can't. Mark, cut all the big mood shit out, by the way. <laughs> okay, thank you. My credit score is higher. By what? You got points? you got really mad at it the other day. That, I did, actually. That my credit score was higher. That's true, I did. He's like, why does yours go up and not mine? I'm like, they're both going up, but yours was lower before. It's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. Can't well, handle it. So it's basically you're exactly like John McClane and Die Hard. Okay, I get it. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm a New York cop. All right. And ho, 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 Merry Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's the best thing to be right now. But that's okay, what he says. go ahead. Well, true. 
But we're talking about the 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, John McLean, he goes to his wife's work party or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. to reconnect with her. And he's staying with a friend called Cappy. It doesn't matter. And he's been dead the whole time. He's not dead the whole time. That, that's a spoiler. That's a huge spoiler. How come he was later. fighting with his wife in that movie, too? Oh, that's a huge spoiler. Don't okay. Anyway. Okay. So... So he goes to this party and all of a sudden it gets overrun with terrorists just before he can try to start to resolve him and his wife's issues. Because her credit score was way too high. I don't believe that's why. Okay. But I understand it if it was. I would Got understand it. it. Yeah. If his wife's score was 60 points more, that's bullshit because you're both paying the same. You're both paying the same into the pot. That's bullshit. No, it's just because Bruce Willis couldn't qualify for credit cards. So his wife had to put his name on her credit cards. And so, hence, she has more accounts open than him. But but it's because Bruce Willis had less credit lines open. Right. And his wife had more credit lines open. Yes. Because, Brett, because she could qualify for them. Right. And because Bruce Willis was mostly focused on crypto. Because Bruce Willis didn't pay his credit credit card for three years he didn't pay for three months he didn't pay his credit card and well four months it's because bruce willis (laughs) um didn't pay his credit card for three months Uh because when we first well when him and holly first moved into their apartment in new york city yeah um holly said don't buy anything for months because we're it's going to be tight and so Bruce Willis was like, cool, and then Bruce Willis ended up paying the yeah. bill later. And then Bruce Willis's wife was like, you stupid dumb fuck. I didn't mean don't pay your credit card right. bill. And so that's why they're having all these issues. Having issues. And so he's trying to resolve them. The terrorists keep attacking. I get it. I haven't seen the movie, but it's I get great. it. It's great. Very relatable. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very, very relatable. Okay, folks. So... This bitch named Holly. I'm um, sorry. The, okay, so Holly. Uh huh. She sounds like a beautiful lady. She's gorgeous. Um, yeah. So you know, whole building gets taken over by terrorists. There's nowhere to go, and there's no help coming because nobody. Nowhere to run to, baby. No, this isn't an Eminem episode. This isn't Eminem. That was Eminem. Fuck nowhere off. Nowhere to hide. That's not Eminem. That's an Eminem song. It's Shut not. up it's and stop it. It's some song from the '80s. I don't Obviously, know. Obviously, that's an Eminem thing. Fuck off. It's not. But okay. Okay, so now the movie progresses. Bruce Willis finds himself alone against all these terrorists in this building. Okay. And but he knows karate. Well, no, he does not. Okay. He knows how to be a cop. He's a cop. Gotcha. Okay. What the fuck do you get? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, because like... He knows finishing moves from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what I are you was, talking about? You know, okay. one person against a bunch of bad guys, well, they usually know karate. <laughs> Isn't that, <laughs> that how it always goes? No, this is the first one. Okay. okay. So what's cool about this, though... Is it's really not him versus the terrorists. It's really not. It's him versus himself. It's him versus his own marriage. Oh, fuck. It's him versus his own hubris. It's so meta. His own hubris. It's so deep. That he brought into the situation because hubris. he came in there going like, hey, it doesn't matter if my wife's successful. She needs me and all this shit. And then by the end of it, <laughs> by the end of it, he ends up realizing that like his his wife has done really well without him and she is a successful woman but 
what she needs from him is for him to acknowledge that sex. from her. Oh. And this has nothing to do with Got sex. it. It never does, does it? It really doesn't. Yeah, thank you. So, and thank you for the nice segue. Sex way. And this is a movie about abstinence. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do? Okay, mm. so, yeah. Beautifully, Die Hard is about a, co- a New York cop who cannot um, communicate with his wife. And he ends up communicating with himself during his darkest moments. He actually communicates with a, a fellow cop um, named Powell, who is played by, as we all know, Reginald Vell Johnson, who is Carl Winslow on Family Matters. Oh, I love him. And he's fantastic. And he's I was in a movie with him. And so was I. And he is also very coolly um, John McClane's sounding board during all this. He's like his almost like he makes it okay for guys to talk about shit. Which until this point, you have to remember the era is like you're talking about the 70s and 80s where it's like Stallone and Schwarzenegger. When he's talking to John McClane, does he go three, two, one, one, two, three? What the hell is bothering me? No, what is that? Is that the Wicked Witch? What is that? Is it no, it's, Sleeping Beauty mirror mirror on the wall? It's an episode of Family Matters. Oh, fuck off. Carl Winslow can't control his temper. He no, always he blows up at Urkel. And so he ha- he goes to therapy and the therapist gives him an exercise that whenever he wants to blow up at Urkel, he goes, he has to go, three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? And it's supposed to calm him down, and it's working in the beginning. But then Urkel does something really fucked up, and he's like, three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? Oh, three, two, one. Anyway, go ahead. So he doesn't do that. I hated that story. Okay. I'm sad that you told it. <laughs> Sorry, I told it too. I mean, I thought I was talking to a fellow Carl Winslow fan, but apparently not. I love him, but however, the movie is really about how. Carl Winslow makes it okay to talk about himself and how about his feelings. Okay, that's great. There's a moment where John McClane is in the bathroom. This is my favorite scene in the whole movie. Frankly, okay. Where his feet are all cut up because he's just in the gunfight. And basically the feet being cut up shows his vulnerability and how he's he can be like hurt. Yeah. And he's basically also conveying how he's hurt like emotionally and he's telling his new friend like, hey buddy, like, yeah, I think I fucked up with my wife. I wish I could just tell her that I was just being too much of a prideful son of a bitch. And, like, I'm I'm happy she got her job, like, in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I was such an asshole about it. I was just being too much of a little bitch about it. And, you know, Reginald Val Johnson's like, hey, man, you'll get to tell her that yourself. Like, it's great. It's fantastic. You'll get out of there, right? And it doesn't seem like it. They really stack the, stack the deck against this cat. Why are the terrorists after John McClane? They're not. They're after money in this building, which is like a huge spoiler, but it's fine. Oh, okay. But they, they're not real terrorists. They're, they, they're money terrorists. They have okay. no cause outside of money. They just want money. Let me see. Right. So, John McClane ends up rescuing his wife, saving the day, and uh, stopping the bad guy. But then an entire, this movie does so well because at the time, like I said, you got Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Muscles all over his body. Yes. You got Stallone. Muscles mm-hmm. all over his body. He's being Rambo. Uh, Schwarzenegger's being Terminator. You got Michael Keaton being Batman. And Michael Keaton is wearing a Batman body armor suit to give him muscles. Mm-hmm. So like if you're a hero, you better you have muscles. muscles. You better show up. 
Mm-hmm. But Bruce Willis is just an every guy. He's just every dude. He's wearing a fucking a, a white tank top. He's a cap. You know what I'm saying? And he's wearing dress pants. He's got no shoes on. He's got no socks on. He's just a guy against himself in this building against a bunch of terrorists. And so that's what propels this new movement of like heroes who are not just muscle guys mm-hmm. or like you know i work at the fucking gold's gym in Ven- <laughs> in venice you know what i mean yeah like it's about like what's who who are you as a man versus the odds right and so that kind of changes things and so after that you have like action heroes like seagal who's not got muscles on his neck and 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 shoulders he's like a regular ish looking dude and you have like other guys like um there's people who look like people who are not just yoked out and they can just win against everything. Mm-hmm. And like, so, uh, Die Hard 2 uh, comes out a couple years later. And and by this point, there's already like... But if you're a leading lady, you always have to be just a 10 out of 10. Yeah, for sure. You cannot be some so regular looking lady. That has not been updated yet. That's mm-hmm. all still happening. However, I will say... In Die Hard 2, it's really it's really not happening that much. Like Bonnie Bedelia, the um the woman who plays McLean's wife, is in the movie, but she's not like helpless that much. I mean, she's in a plane that's circling over her landing spot forever, mm-hmm. but it's not the same way. Like she's actually like like in the first movie, she's actually like a kind of a badass and she punches people out and she doesn't give a fuck. That's cool. It's kind of like Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters, where she wasn't just like. Mm-hmm. You know, the gatekeeper versus the key master. She was like kind of a cool chick who like was like didn't take shit mm-hmm. until she got taken over by demons at the end. Right. You know what I mean? Thank you. I think that's so relatable. It's such a good point. Um, so uh Die Hard Two happens. Die Hard Two is not as loved. It's kinda weird. John McClane is going through an airport and it's like Dulles International Airport, which I have been to a couple times uh, as a Virginia kid. And basically, he's like, hey, I think there's a there's a situation going on that's kind of fucked up. And everyone's like, hey, aren't you the guy from Nakatomi Plaza? Like that, like like the first movie. Mm-hmm. They're all referencing the first movie the whole time. Gotcha. Saying like, hey, man, like, don't you, like, obviously this is, this is happening. They it's have crazy. to, so they can like, because then we as fans go, oh, I remember that movie. Exactly. But then McLean the whole time is going like, man, like, you can't just go somewhere on Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's like super self-aware, which mm-hmm. is weird, but I get why they did that. But I'm also like, this is so on. Mm-hmm. So they do that movie. Also, the movie opens. I think one of my favorite openings for a movie ever is not this movie where um, this cat, I can't remember his name, William something, but he opens with- Cat Williams? No. Oh, because you said cat Williams. No, no, no. Okay. He opens and he's naked in front of a television set. And he's like doing Tai Chi or some shit. But he's completely naked. I can picture Cat Williams doing that. It's not Cat Williams. Okay. But he's Are like. Are you sure? Doing, no, he's doing some kind of movements where he's like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. And later on, McLean sees this cat and he's like, hey, I seen you on TV, haven't I? And like they have like a whole thing, the whole movie. Obviously, it's like hero versus antagonist, like set up. Mm-hmm. I got to say, Die Hard 2, other than the set piece where McLean is in a cockpit of a. Um, a jet fighter and he uses the ejection seat to get away from an explosion the movie sucks mm. okay but and it's called die hard to die harder which is great 
That's pretty good. It's a great movie, yeah. movie title. Come on. Fuck off. Okay, so Die Hard 1 was directed by a very talented director named John McTiernan. Okay. Okay. Die Hard 2. But his name is very similar to the character's name. McLean. John McLean and John McTiernan or I something? It. I oh, don't think okay. it's very similar. Okay. That's weird. But, so McTiernan directs the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one, not directed by McTiernan. I see. And now we get to Die Hard 3. So, in my opinion, and and I got to say, I think that Die Hard 1 is a perfect movie. Oh, wow. I don't think that you could write a better movie. I don't think that you could direct a perfect movie. It's the only movie poster you have in this house. Well, that's not true. It's not true? No. What other movie poster do you have? What movie do you think that, that's to? Die Hard? Which one? The Vengeance one. Which is Die Hard 3. Die Hard 3. So, Die Hard with a Vengeance is my favorite Die Hard movie. Yeah, you named our Valentine's Day sketch after that, I feel like. I did, Valentine's Day with a Vengeance. Yeah. That was like. And that was our first time. Our first time. Being on a pretend date. Mm -hmm. He cuddled me. So, (laughs) Die Hard with a Vengeance is my favorite Die Hard movie. And I love Die Hard initially, like the first one. It's great. But Die Hard with a Vengeance introduced Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. There's like a... Was this before Pulp Fiction? This was before Buddy Cop movies. Okay. Like this is like around the same time as Lethal Weapon. Uh-huh. But they just did it so well that it was better than Lethal Weapon even. Mm. But before Pulp Fiction. It was before Pulp Fiction. Okay. Yeah. I think it was around the same time though. Yeah. Don't quote me. Okay. Okay. So... You have Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. opens the movie. He sees McLean, and McLean is on the street trying to do what Simon says. And that's what the movie's about. So in the first movie, McLean kills uh, Hans Gruber, which was the brother of, um, I think it's Peter Gruber, who is McLean's brother. Or I'm sorry, who is uh, uh, Hans Gruber's brother. But he is the character that is against McLean in the third movie. Is he still married to the same wife? McLean? Yeah. He is still technically married to Bonnie Bedelia. However, or I think her name's Bonnie Bedelia. Mm. You said her name was Holly. Well, no, her name's Holly, but okay. her, the actress's name the is actress's different. The actress's name. Right. So, yeah, I think he, yeah, he is still married to her, but they're estranged. I see. By the third movie. And so it's kind of this weird thing where like like it opens with him hungover and they're like, hey, McLean, we need you to come downtown. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? And like, they're like, I don't know, Simon Says. like you. And so it's the big movie. The movie is a game of Simon Says. Okay. And this movie is not based, it's not supposed to be a diehard movie. It was actually supposed to be an entirely different movie slash novel. But it got adapted into a diehard movie because they were so stuck on diehard. At that point, they had been so successful. They wanted a more complicated story. And so they picked this movie up. And That's said, cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's really cool. And so when we come back, we will discuss more about the Die Hard saga. But first, purchase whatever we tell you to oh purchase. Oh my God, please buy. And download whatever we tell you to download. Buy it. 
because we love it. We and will see you after the break. And if we didn't tell you to buy gummy worms, it's a fraud. We we're supposed to tell you to buy gummy worms. No, we're not. But we sponsored. got stopped by the man. We're not sponsored Somebody by gummy worms. Somebody from the man said, no, "We're not. Don't we're not buy gummy worms." But we mean it. I said that. Please buy don't, gummy don't worms buy gummy with worms. all your heart and soul with don't everything buy you them. got. You if just, you buy one thing, he's addicted to gummy worms, it's gummy and worms. it's not happening. And we would really appreciate it. Let it go. That. Let the dream die. And thank you for your support for gummy worms. We'll be right back. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. 
Visit gcu.edu. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> Welcome back to the shit they, they do not don't tell, tell you. you. They don't tell you it about podcast. You didn't change the battery on that main cam. I didn't need to because it's so it's ready yelling, to die. It's yelling at me. Just die, like, die hard. Just like the movies. And so the movies are die hard, in fact. But in Die Hard 3, his camera dies hard. It doesn't happen. It has nothing to do with it. But. Only because he didn't have him back in then. In the third film, John McClane finally gets his his revenge. On against, who? The terrorists? No, against Hans Gruber's brother. Oh. So he throws Hans Gruber off the like 35th story of Nakatomi Plaza. But then he also throws Hans Gruber's brother off. Why is he so mad at Hans Gruber again? Oh, because he was the terrorist in the first movie. Oh, okay. That's what I said. The terrorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then... Like Peter Gruber was like his brother, and then McLean's like pissed at him, so he blows him up in a helicopter at the end of the movie. Oh, that's spoilers, jeez. However, it's pretty cool because it actually seems like the bad guys got away with it, but then don't like, spoil all this. Then, like, it's super cool because a couple months later they didn't. Pretty, Stop pretty spoiling great. it great. now. I never need to watch the movie, and so then, I know what happens. Uh, a couple of years later, well, many years later, actually, this takes probably 20 years to get off the ground. If I took one of my eyelashes off, would you I'd freak notice? out. Don't do that. That's so weird. <laughs> okay. Don't do it. It's just bothering me. <laughs> Leave it in for my aesthetic pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, so the movie is called uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Okay. This is the new Die Hard movie. It's Comes four? out like 2000. Yeah, this is Die Hard 4. Comes out like 2007. Okay. Or maybe 2008. That was the year that I moved to LA. Same. And so I remember moving to LA, working at my shitty high-rise job at KSD Data, and I remember walking to Subway at lunch and seeing the billboard with Bruce Willis and it's a good and it's a it's it's called a good day to die hard and I was like, god damn, that's tight. Yeah, I remember that. Or it's called, I'm sorry, Live Free or Die Hard. But I was like, that's fucking tight. That's a good day to die hard, too. No, well, that was later. So, Live Free or Die Hard. Um, it was teased for a while. The The the, the director's name was Len Weissman. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis would not do the movie for a long time unless he got someone on board who he thought could handle it. Len Weissman had done the... Um, the Kate Beckett so what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you just ripped off your your, your eyelash. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> so it's uncomfortable. The Kate Beckinsale um whatever movies where she's a fucking vampire she's hunter so or some hot. shit. I don't know. I she's got Kate a great Beckinsale. ass, I don't know. Dude, remember in Click? Oh, it was incredible. Her body. Oh, come on, forget about it. Anyway, go ahead. No, let's go on about that. Yeah, I mean we talked about we did a whole Adam Sandler thing about it. 
We didn't do a whole one about her ass, though. I mean, it was a good chunk of it, so go watch the Adam Sandler episode. Damn right. So, yeah, so this movie gets made, and um, actually a cat, um, the bad guy in this movie, Mm -hmm. he is um, kind of a funny dude. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I have never seen any of these movies. I'm talking about what the fuck is his name? Christopher Walken? <laughs> Why are you putting it back in? <laughs> Don't put your eyelash back in. That's so weird. Oh, please stop doing that. Okay. Okay. So, Timothy Elephant plays a character. Elephant? Named, all, all elephant. Timothy Elephant. Hmm. I know him. Like. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. Thank you. He plays a character named Thomas Gabriel. And he is the new diehard bad guy. Okay. So there's no connection to the Groobers. Second movie didn't have a connection to the Groobers, but first three uh, first three had two connections with the Groobers. And so everyone thought maybe there's going to be a connection. There's not. So in this movie, the uh, John McClane's daughter gets kidnapped by Thomas Gabriel. Cause, okay. Please. Just, just, I think it's just my ADHD. You have a theory. But like, well, because you, you say McLean and then you're saying Gruber, and it just makes me think MacGruber. Is this MacGruber about Die Hard? I didn't, to do with that. I didn't see MacGruber. It has more to do with MacGyver. That's what I thought. Well, but you now didn't you're. Think that. But why do they have like McLean and, and Grubers? I don't know. Why do you think it's MacGyver? You idiot. I like. It has to do with MacGyver. Well, MacGyver, it seems more of those scenarios that it would happen. But you think it's more McLean? But now I'm like, well, you're saying McLean and Gruber all the time. And I'm like, McGruber, McGruber. Anyway, go ahead. Holy shit. So here we are. It's the Die Hard 4. I've had two Moscow mules. You're doing good. Here we are. It's Die Hard 4. Okay. John McLean is a dad of two. Oh, he, so him and his wife did make up. Well, they, they already had two kids, actually. Oh. So the kids are just older now. They didn't make up. Um, the chick from the first two Die Hard movies is not, uh, well, she wasn't even on screen in the third one, okay. is not involved in the fourth one at all. Okay. So it's McLean. He is uh, still like a New York cop, but he's basically retired. Um, and they basically make him come back to the job. And he gets paired with Justin Long. Oh. From the Kevin Smith Yeah, I know him. Universe. <laughs> yeah. So, who else gets paired with John McClane? Kevin Smith. Oh. Yeah. So, I guess they meet on this movie. And they become buds. And I've met Kevin Smith. Me he's, too. He's a super, I did a whole scene with him in a TV show called Speechless. So, he's a super cool dude. You actually met him a couple years after I did. Mm-hmm. He's a cool dude. Love Kevin Smith. Had a great time. But I feel like Kevin Smith had a crash course in meeting Bruce Willis during this time period. And so he he like had to, you know, he's like, Bruce, you're the shit, all the shit. And so he's like, hey, man, would you ever do a movie with me and all the shit? So he actually ends up doing a movie called Cop Out with uh, Kevin Smith directing, mm-hmm. Tracy Morgan co-starring, and Bruce Willis as the lead. Okay. And it's a huge failure. I was going to say, I've never heard of this movie. Exactly, Cop Out. But like... It was like 2008. But like Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis, that sounds fun. Right, but Bruce Willis apparently just showed up to set 
he was like, fuck you and everything they gave him to do. Really? He didn't care. Whoa. He uh, he just showed up. He wouldn't take direction. And he would only really be Bruce Willis if there was somebody else who was like of his stature in the scene. Oh, shit. He was going through something. Who knows? Okay. He has since apologized to Kevin Smith. Very recently, though. I have to say it took like 12 years. Oh, shit. But Kevin Smith famously started shitting all over Bruce Willis after this movie came oh, out. Fuck. Yeah. Which is why I love Kevin Smith back then. Yeah. Kevin Smith back then would have fucking gone in on this guy. Kevin Smith now would be paid by Disney and he'd be like, oh, I'm so glad that Bruce Willis was able to make this movie. This is so sick. Yeah. It's a little bit different. He's a different dude, unfortunately. I love Kevin Smith. I really do. I have a lot of love for the guy. But there's something going on there that's a little bit like he's a stooge for those cats. That disappoints me mm. as a fan. And so Live Free or Die Hard comes out. It's it's successful. But I have to say the reviews, and the reviews are actually pretty generous. But there's a lot still to be desired about a Die Hard movie. I, and I have to say personally, I enjoyed this because I'm a Die Hard whore. And I just like liked seeing him again. You're a diehard fan. I'm a big I'm a big fan. I liked seeing him again. But that's where this whole series goes fucking tits up. Okay. And that's called a, a little movie called A Good Day to Die Hard. Okay. Okay. So that movie it doesn't even have nearly the budget of any other Die Hard movie to date. I see. It is starring Jai Courtney. Uh-huh. Jai Courtney basically is who you get when you want someone to play someone, but then they turn it down, and then Jai Courtney steps up. I see. He's also, I'm sorry, I should have mentioned this earlier, a.k.a. Captain Boomerang in the Suicide Squad. Oh. Exactly. So you got Captain Boomerang. He's available. Bruce Willis... John McClane is in Russia for some reason at the beginning of this movie. And he just runs into his son. And he's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing, Jack? Like, what are you doing here? And then Jack's like, dad, what the fuck are you doing here? And then John McClane gets taken on this like whole fucking ride. Like an amusement park. Which, you know, to be fair to Bruce Willis, he feels like being John McClane is like an amusement park ride anyway. It's like a ride. So you get on the ride and like it like takes you to all these different places. Which if you saw any Die Hard movie, including Die Hard 3, there's literally a part in Die Hard 3 where he gets spouted through the ground. There's like a geyser. And like then one of the other lead characters is Samuel Jackson is like, I see McLean. And they drive up to him. So it's like What? Not, yeah, it's He's, not exactly. He goes out of the ground? Out of the ground, yeah. From a, guy, a water geyser. What the fuck? It's not great. So that's what I mean. Like so, you know, the, the standards have been lowered. Okay. So by the but by the third one, and if you don't know what Yippie Kaye motherfucker is, Yippie Kaye motherfucker is what John McClane says at the end of every Dire movie before he like executes the main bad guy. And he's actually like Bruce Willis got thrown out of a couple Laker games because he yelled Yippie Kaye motherfucker too loud. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, it's real. Because he's just Bruce Willis, but he's like, I have a catchphrase, yeah. and people love it. He's like, yippee kaye motherfucker. And people are like, hey, you got to leave, man. That's fucked up. <laughs> Those kids run here and little shit. So at the, so at the first end, end of the first movie, he kills Hans Gruber, yippee kaye motherfucker beforehand. Second movie, he blows up a helicopter, yippee kaye motherfucker beforehand. Or, I'm sorry, 
That's not what happens. I don't remember what happened in the second movie, at the end of the second movie. I expunged it from my memory, from my own personal mental health, and I hope that's okay. Third movie, he blows a guy up in a helicopter. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Fourth movie, he yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers, while Timothy Oliphant tries to shoot him, but Bruce Willis grabs his gun and shoots himself and Timothy Oliphant through his own shoulder. What the f- And kills Timothy Oliphant. That's tight. But beforehand, he says, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, but he doesn't say motherfucker. Because Why did PG-13. he have to go through his shoulder? Well, why couldn't he just do it over no, his shoulder? The elephant has like his back to him, so he's holding him. Oh. And so McLean is like, he, and then uh, Timothy the elephant's like, always in the wrong place, the wrong time, huh? And then, and then uh, he's like, you know what should go on your tombstone? Always in the wrong place, the wrong time. And then McLean's like, oh, I think it should be Yippee motherfucker. And then he shoots himself through oh, Timothy Olyphant's shoulder. Yeah. It's pretty bad. In the in the fourth movie. How does he know he's not gonna hit his heart or You know what I mean? Good luck, huh? Okay. McLean goes, the things we do for our kids, he gets out of a hindy Russian helicopter. <laughs> he jumps out of it. And he crashes it into the bad guys. And he says, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, during it. And, like, by the way, it's, like, the worst shot one. It's, like, mm-hmm. horrible. looks like it cost them what it costs, which is, like, I want to say it cost them $100 million to make this movie. But it looks like $38 million for some reason. It looks like shit. Okay. They shot that one at night for a reason because the special effects were ass. Not, not a good movie. Mm. So... That one is the most recent Dire movie. That was 10 years ago. That was 2014. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, now, we're in a world where this new movie called McLean just got canceled by a guy named Lorenzo de Bonaventura, who I met years ago. I was doing, well, a couple of movies, and I met with Lorenzo de Bonaventura. He was coming off the success of the Transformers movies. I met him at Paramount with my buddy Mikey. Gallagher and he is just down <laughs> he doesn't commit to anything he's just down and so I could tell why Lorenzo de Bonaventura wanted to make these this new Die Hard movie which is called McLean which was like a new Die Hard movie before the first Die Hard movie a prequel but it has Bruce Willis like almost doing interstitials hmm. where he's like telling you about what he went through at the time and, and everyone watching it is like okay but like who gives a shit like what your traffic stop a routine traffic stop what you like you like rode a guy up but then like he got away and you or like oh what you had a, like a guy who he jaywalked and then like he said like I doubt you'll show up in court but then you show up in court you know what I mean yeah they just dropped it I see thankfully but like before then it was in development for two fucking years so it was just like him being a cop him being a cop before the first Die Hard movie I see. So they would get a younger actor to portray McLean during those moments. But yeah. And they would have McLean like almost like narrating the whole weird. thing. Is weird. That's really weird. Weird. So th- let's talk about the true return of Don McLean. Finally. We can we can get there. Oh, I've waited Finally. This, this whole time. Oh. We all have. We're just like, when is the true return? Okay. So do you know what diehard car batteries are? No. They die hard. It sounds like the battery is going to die. Somebody told you about it. That's. Did somebody cheat and tell you about this before we got on the show? No. 
I don't appreciate that if you did. Hey, if you did that, fuck you, because I'm trying to get Nikki in here cold. Okay, so rumor Willis, mm-hmm. who is appropriately named for the situation. Did she started a rumor? I don't get it. Okay. Her name is Rumor Willis. Okay. She's Bruce Willis's daughter. Yes, I know. With Demi Moore. I get it. Yep. She tells the world via Twitter, hey, guess what? Diehard's back. And the whole world's like, what are you talking about? See? Mm-hmm. I'm taking off my other ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. I hope Mark cuts all this. Okay, go ahead. So then, Diehard does indeed come back. This is about nine months ago. Diehard comes back in the Christmas season. And he's doing a commercial for diehard car batteries with Argyle from the first diehard movie. And they're buds again. It's fun. It's really fun. Argyle's like probably 57 now. Bruce Willis is like 71. We had a great time. Is Argyle Samuel Jackson? No, Argyle is the guy from the first movie who was his limo driver. Oh, shit. So there you go. And that's it. All right. That's the end of well, it. Well, all our cameras are dead except for yours. Yeah. And I think this is well, a great they time. Well, handle your eyelash removal. To wrap up. <laughs> they said, fuck this, I quit. <laughs> and you know what? We believe in the unionization of automatic cameras. Yeah, We are absolutely. huge supporters of it, and you guys should donate to AI that cause. AI cameras. Please donate to that cause. We you know what? That. Me too. Fuck those eyelashes. They were bothering me. I like them a lot, actually. And... But. Now I'm naked eyed okay, and no one should see it. So I'm glad the camera's cut out. It's on me right now. And thank you too. for hosting this episode, Steve, but I think it's time for it to die hard. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about die hard the batteries or are you talking about it should die hard like it should stop? Well, the, the batteries did die hard I can on replace the, camera. the batteries and I'm happy to. Do you want to? You just let me know. I don't know how much more you have. You let me know. I'm in. I'm so in. I don't know how to respond to this. We're going to go more, guys. Here we go. So we'll see you guys in the next one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Thank you. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Should they not tell you? Hey, bye. Bye. Hey, if you have any questions for the show, hit us up. Podcast at Nikki.Limo. Also, uh, we have a Patreon at sticky studios patreon.com slash sticky yep and check it out we do a cool thing called crypto corner there every week where i, I take you through all my crypto moves all right i just sold my car for crypto by the way we it's also do live sick. streams and extra bonus episodes which they don't tell you but it's okay it's all about crypto corner now i guess and Go we'll ahead. see you guys next time bye Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.